What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Pick Six Nation. This is going to be episode number 100, and it will be only me for this episode. I can't believe it's been 100 episodes. Let's get right into the episode with our topics. And our topics are Tom Brady explains absence, preseason takeaways, offseason takeaways, top 100 NFL players 20 to 1, roster updates, injury updates, Russell Wilson and Broncos agree to five-year, $245 million extension, Jimmy Garoppolo restructured deal, the Lamar Jackson situation, Derrick Henry new contract, Jalen Thompson and Cardinals agree to three-year, $40 million contract extension, the Darren Waller situation, Brian Robertson shot in attempted robbery. Detroit Lions Hard Knocks episode four, Darius Butler to be on the Pat McAfee show on Wednesdays and Thursdays during the NFL season. Darius Butler will join NFL matchup every Saturday and Sunday during the NFL season. Aaron Rodgers to be back on the Pat McAfee show on Tuesdays during the NFL season. Julian Edelman possible comeback. Ted Phillips will retire after the 2022-2023 season. Arlington Stadium update. Texans to host Uvalde high school football team to season opener and conference and um, division predictions. Division predictions. All right. Now let's go to Tom Brady explains absence. Uh, This is a crazy situation. He was absent. He was, he had an 11 day absence. Uh, He's back with the team. Uh, he also he had also said that that he was he's 45 years old and he has a lot of stuff going on. And also, this is another thing he said, Tom Brady A lot of stuff as for going on. Come on. And he had also mentioned how how it was personal and and that everyone had uh, that, and that everyone has different situations that they are dealing with, as well. Makes it very interesting situation. Hopefully, nothing uh, insane comes from that. Hopefully, everything is all good. And that's what I have to say there. All right, now let's go to preseason takeaways. I have a lot to take away from preseason. You had a lot of great games. Uh, you had some great plays. You had uh, the George Pickens uh, toe-tap touchdown. That was a really cool play. You had uh, the Desmond Ritter game-winning touchdown pass. That was the that Desmond Ritter touchdown pass. That was a great play. You had the Bears beating the Seahawks by a lot, which was awesome. And that was a really good moment. Uh, You had a great Lions-Steelers preseason finale. That was really cool. Uh, A lot of great plays. Uh, You had Chris Streveler playing really well. 
You had Jeff Okuda playing well. You had Kenny Pickett playing well. Uh, Najee Harris playing well. George Pickens playing well. So you had a lot of great things that came from preseason. And now we are only four days. Not what? I don't think it's even four days. What? I don't even think it's even four days from the season. Uh, so we are very close to the season. We had a great preseason. Very exciting stuff. Uh, yeah, Justin Fields throwing three TDs against the Browns, which was cool. I mean, you had a lot of great stuff in preseason. And anything else? No, I think that's all I wanted to talk about for preseason. Now let's go to off-season takeaways. There's a very, very, very interesting off-season. Uh, you had Devontae Adams going to the Raiders. You had the AFC West uh, just getting better as a whole. I thought that was insane uh, how talented that division is now. Uh, J.C. Jackson going to the Chargers. Khalil Mack going to the Chargers. You have uh, Russell Wilson and the Bronco going to the Broncos. Uh, you have Randy Gregory going to the Broncos. Uh, you have a lot of wide receivers getting huge extensions. Uh, Debo Samuel, D.K. Metcalf, Terry McLaurin. Uh, cornerbacks as well. Uh, Jair Alexander, Denzel Ward. Uh, you had... Xavier Howard also you had some really high profile retirements uh, KJ Wright uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick James White Shaquem Griffin uh, JC Treader then you had Tom Brady who retired for four, 40 days and he's back and you also had some really unfortunate deaths uh, during this um, off off season as well you had Marion Barber the third rest in peace uh, Len Dawson, rest in peace, Jalen Ferguson, uh, Tony Siraguza, um, uh, Jeff Gladney, really unfortunate deaths uh, in the NFL during the offseason. So uh, rest in peace to all of them. Um, thoughts and prayers are with their friends and family. So, and you had a great NFL draft. Uh, you had Georgia having 15 players taken in the draft, which is unbelievable. Uh, Georgia had won the national championship. And it, it was an insane draft. I mean, you had Ice Cube there. You had Sebastian Maniscalco there. You had a lot of great picks. I like the Bears getting Velas uh, Jones Jr. That was really good. I like the Jaguars getting Trayvon Walker. That was all. Awesome. That was a great pick. The Eagles getting Jordan Davis. Uh, you have uh, Kayvon Thibodeau going to the Giants. You just had a lot of great stuff throughout the offseason. Yeah, it's just a lot of stuff 
lot of interesting stuff that went down in the off season. I thought it was a great off season. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I want to talk about there. So that's it really. Uh, now let's go to NFL uh, top 100 NFL players, 20 to one. I like this list a lot. I do think that Rogers, Rogers and Mahomes uh, should be above Brady. Though I do think that I do think that uh, Rogers and Mahomes should be above Brady. So that's going to say there. I like the list. The list is solid for the most part, but I'll take. But Rodgers and Mahomes have to be above Brady. And uh, also, where is it called? I also think Josh Allen should be above Brady as well. And outside of the 20, of the 20 to one list, I think Lamar Jackson should be above Justin Herbert as well. So that's what I have to say about that. And I think we got it there. I don't, maybe there's something else I want to add to that particular list. I like the list for the most part. And that's all I'm going to say on that. All right, now let's go to the roster updates. You have some very interesting roster updates. Uh, some huge ones. Uh, CJ Gardner-Johnson to the Eagles. You have Jalen Rager to the Vikings. Uh, you have OJ Howard to the Texans. Uh, Josh Gordon is uh, on the, he's gone to the Titans practice squad. Uh, the Bears have claimed Amir Smith-Marset. Uh, and uh, Kellen Mond was also claimed off of waivers by the Cleveland Browns. So you have some very interesting additions there. And I like, I like that C.J. Gardner-Johnson is on the Eagles. He very much bolsters their defense. Uh, the Eagles also got James Bradbury during the offseason from the Giants. And it's pretty shocking how... I, I didn't think that C.J. Gardner-Johnson would go to the Eagles. But he did. I, I didn't think he would leave the Saints. I, I did not think he would not be in New Orleans. So that, that shocked me a lot, for sure. I also, I also find the Jalen Rager uh, move to the Vikings interesting. And it's a huge significance about this move is that the Eagles had taken Jalen Rager instead of taking Justin Jefferson and the Vikings laughed. This is the Vikings. Um, the Vikings were making fun of the Eagles for passing up Justin Jefferson. 
So that's another thing that makes that interesting. And now the Vikings have Jalen Rager. And I like OJ Howard going to the Texans. Uh, they get a great tight, they get a solid tight end in OJ Howard. Um, I like Josh Gordon going to the Titans practice squad. That um, I'm glad that Josh Gordon uh, is with the Titans. Uh, he's he was unfairly suspended uh, during his time with the Browns. Very very unfairly suspended. And uh, Josh Gordon was most re was with the Chiefs previously. Now, with the Titans, like I said, now I like the Bears getting Emir Smith Marset from the Vikings. Uh, Emir Smith Marset was a solid wide receiver at Iowa. Um, Emir Smith Marset has tremendous upside, so I'm a huge fan of that as well. The Bears have also gotten Alex Leatherwood, who was formerly on the Raiders. I like that move as well. He has tremendous upside too. So I like that move. And the Bears also got Arm Armin Watts. I like that move too. Uh, and the Bears also got they also claimed uh, Kingsley Jonathan. Uh, Sterling Weatherford, Trevin Wesco, and Josh Blackwell off of waivers. And it's crazy that Philip Lindsay was released by the Colts. So I just find that insane. He's such a uh, he's such a solid running back too. I really, I really, I really hope he gets on another team. He, he should. He really should get on another team. And anyone that's currently a free agent, hopefully they are able to get on another team as soon as possible. So that's what I'm going to say about that. I mean, LaVisca Chenault Jr. is with the Panthers right now. Uh, I think he needs a fresh start. I think it's, um, it's good that he's on the Panthers. He needs a fresh start there. Uh and then uh, Doris Fountain was released by the Chiefs, and then he was brought back by them uh, to the Chiefs practice squad, along with Danny Shelton and Austin Ryder. And then Marlon Mack was also released by the Texans. Uh, check the update on that. Marlon Mack. And... He also had returned to the Texans practice squad. So that's good. He's returned there, which is good news. Uh, yeah. Think I got that there. Oh. The Vikings also had gotten Ross Blacklock. So good stuff there. Uh, I got the roster updates. I think I have it on that. Now I'd like now let's go to the injury updates. Uh, we have some unfortunate news. Uh, we have Harold Landry the third who tore his ACL. He's now uh, he was placed on IR. 
He was uh, he led the Tennessee Titans in sacks uh, last season with 12 sacks, and also uh, that is his career high. Uh, Ryan Jensen is placed on he was placed on IR. Uh, he was placed on IR. Uh, Brian Robinson uh, was placed on uh, the non-football injury list. Um, with regards, and then the update with regards to Chris Godwin, uh, he has great confidence in his knee. Uh, and then he also had made a great catch where he left and spun uh, during a private workout. And then there's no indication for whether, uh, for when he will be back, excuse me, for when, for, there's no indication that he will be available for week one. And Chris Godwin had, had torn his ACL and MCL in week 15 of last season. Now it's, we have an update on T Higgins. He had undergone shoulder surgery to repair his torn labrum in March. Uh, he had missed the most of the offseason uh, programs, and he had returned to practice on August 14th. Um, although he got he uh, came back to practice practice on August 14th, he had missed Wednesday's practice, uh, this past Wednesday's practice, and then there's no indication that T. Higgins will miss the first game of the season. For Deontay Johnson, uh, Deontay Johnson had suffered a shoulder injury against the Lions in the final game of the preseason. Uh, Mike Tomlin was not too concerned about the injury uh, when he was speaking to the press. Uh, Mike Tomlin had also said that had it been a regular season game, maybe he would have come back and he had said uh, the same thing about TJ Watt. And then news about his injury his situation is that Deontay Johnson should be ready to go for the season opener good news there uh, for Michael Thomas uh, he's dealing with a hamstring injury he had missed the first two weeks of practice uh, Michael top Michael Thomas had been ramping it up before the hamstring injury and then uh, there is positive news surrounding uh, his status going into week one uh, with Drake London, he suffered a knee injury during the Falcons preseason opener and ha hasn't been in practice since. Arthur Smith does feel good about where Drake London is in his recovery process. Now let's go to Jalen Waddle. Uh, he was sidelined with a lower body injury Dol and the Dolphins have been um, playing it safe by not by allowing him to rest uh, versus practice. Uh, Mike McDaniel is confident that uh, Jalen Waddle could have played the last two games of the preseason, but he's also confident that Jalen Waddle will be ready to go for week one. All good there. And then Debo Samuel, he had missed Thursday's practice with a bone bruise behind his knee. Uh, he is conditioning during practice, but he's not in team drills. Uh, and there's no indication that Debo Samuel will miss week one. C.D. Lamb, um, he was, he's dealing with laceration of his foot, which he suffered in practice, should be good for week one. Has also put in work during drills, which is good there. 
Uh, Michael Gallup had uh, torn his ACL on January 2nd. Uh, he could possibly play sooner than expected. He could play in the first month of the season, possibly. With Kadarius Toney, uh, he was sidelined with a leg injury. He almost did not participate in camp, and he missed all of preseason. Uh, he returned to practice this past Wednesday, uh, and he should be good to go for week one. Uh, Isaiah McKenzie, had, he had been dealing with undisclosed injury, uh, suffered shoulder injury on August 24th. Uh, 2021. Uh, there is a tweet from Ian Rappaport. Pull up. Hang on one second. I'm looking, trying to find this. All right. Hang on. Something I'm looking for. I know it's here. Hang on. Sorry about the dead air for a second. Uh, okay. There's a tweet in an article by Rotoballer staff called Fantasy Football Injury Reports for NFL Wide Receivers. Uh, week one updates for Chris Godwin, T. Higgins, Michael Thomas, Drake London, C.D. Lamb. That's what the article is called. Uh, and there's a tweet from Ian Rappaport. And it says, uh, Bill's wide receiver, Isaiah McKenzie, suffered a shoulder injury in practice today, source said. He's having an MRI to determine the severity of the ailment. He had emerged as a key weapon last season. This tweet was on August 24th, 2021. Okay, so we have that. Still dealing with an undisclosed injury. Uh, now... For Russell Gage, uh, he's dealing with a leg injury that he almost suffered. He had suffered almost a month ago. Uh, the injury was reported as minor in the beginning. 
Uh, Russell Gage also says that he is 100% and he should be available for week one. Jacoby Myers, he's dealing with an undisclosed leg injury, uh, seen on the field with a sleeve. He was seen on the field with a sleeve on his leg. Uh, and there's no concern. There's no concern that my uh, Jacoby Myers will miss week one uh, for Christian Watson. Uh, he had dealt with a knee injury for most of camp and then came back to team drills on August 21st. Uh, he missed all of preseason. Matt Lafleur thought that would be in the best interest of Christian Watson to rest Watson two more weeks before putting him into a game situation. Uh, then for Van Jefferson, he had a minor cleanup surgery on his knee at the beginning of August. He could play against the Bills if he does a limited practice. Uh, for Rondale Moore, he has an undisclosed injury. Uh, so we need to learn more there. And then for Robbie Anderson, he had injured his quad over a week ago, and he has not returned to practice. Uh, he does have a good chance to be ready for the opener. Good news there. And then for uh, Sterling Shepard, he suffered a torn Achilles in the middle of December in 2021. He was activated off the PUP list, or uh, activated off the uh, physically unable to perform list, or PUP, on August 24th. Uh, and there's no indication that he will be ready to go for week one. Uh, for Darren Waller, uh, he has... He had been dealing with a hamstring injury and he returned to practice on August 31st. Uh, uh, for Deion Jones, he's out for the first four games of the season due to a shoulder injury and he is on IR. And for anyone that is injured, uh, bet for anyone that is injured, uh, hopefully you get better as soon as possible. So, All right, I think we got that uh, injury updates. Let's go to Russell Wilson and Broncos agreed a five-year, $245 million extension. Congratulations to Russell Wilson. That's awesome. Uh, great, great quarterback. He's easily one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Uh, it's a great move by the Broncos. It's great for Russell Wilson. He also... He also gets he also gets 165 million dollars guaranteed. So that's really cool. Uh, it's a great contract extension. Uh, what happens with Lamar? Uh, he should, and speaking of Lamar Jackson, he should get paid a lot of money as well. He should get paid a ton of money. At about, the same, uh, at about the same money as Russell Wilson got paid. So about that same, Right. He should get paid a lot of money. Uh, 
And that's my take on that. I got the Russell Wilson thing down. Uh, best of luck to Russell Wilson. Uh, hopefully uh, things go well for him in Denver on the Broncos. Uh, we will get into Lamar Jackson later. Now let's go to Jimmy Garoppolo restructured deal. Uh, this is rate. Actually. Let's not go into Jimmy just yet, actually. Let's not go into Jimmy just yet. Let's go back to Russell Wilson. And there's also an article from ESPN uh, by Jeff Legwold. And it says, Russell Wilson, Denver Broncos agreed a five-year extension worth $245 million, including $165 million guaranteed, sources say. And says in the article, Wilson, 33, who is now under contract with the Broncos for $296 million, or no, is it? Yeah, $296 million. Uh, the extension pays Wilson, who has two years remaining on his previous deal, signed with the Seahawks, an average salary of $49 million. He's set to make $24 million this season and $27 million next year before the extension kicks in. This is awesome stuff. Uh, again, best of luck to Russell Wilson. Hopefully things go well for Russell Wilson on the Broncos. Now let's go to Jimmy G. He has a re huge uh, restructured deal. Uh, there is a no trade clause and a no tag clause in his deal. Uh, the base salary is $6.5 million, uh, $500,000 roster bonus uh the incentives could could bring the total up to 16 million and there's an article by scott thompson and it says jimmy garoppolo 49ers agreed to a restructured contract that ends trade rumors report uh trailing and says the reported deal is laden with incentives for Garoppolo, which could bring the total up to 16 million. It will be a $6.5 million, $16 million, uh, $6.5 million base salary with a $500,000 roster bonus, bringing it up to a total of $7 million to start the season, which is fully guaranteed. Playing time will raise the bar closer to that $16 million mark if he does get in the game. So it's good. On that front, there's one thing that Jimmy said.
Jimmy uh, Garoppolo had also said that returning to the 49ers was not in his mind until um, very recently. He had said that Steve Young came out and said, that Jimmy Garoppolo's uh, situation had been very alarming, crazy stuff there. And then George Kittle comes and says that um, Jimmy Garoppolo's return is very beneficial to Trey Lance. So some perspectives there. Interesting situation overall. I think it helps. I think uh, Jimmy G going back to San Francisco helps out Trey Lance tremendously. I think it's a good move. I think it's a good move. I think we got that. Now let's go to the Lamar Jackson situation. He deserves to get paid a lot. Uh, he absolutely deserves a huge contract extension. And I don't think he's leaving. He's not going to leave Baltimore. Come on, dead air. What am I going to say? Yeah, Lamar Jackson... Should stay. No, what am I saying? He should be paid massively. And when he gets paid massively, it's going to be great. All right, I think we got that there. Now let's go to uh, Derek Henry, new contract. All right. Hold on. Hopefully, Lamar Jackson gets paid massively as soon as possible uh yeah all right now let's go to derrick henry new contract and this is a, it's a good contract he gets a two million dollar raise for this year he will be making 14 million he will be making 14 million this season which is uh the most of any running back so i like this deal i and also, hopefully, Derrick Henry uh, gets paid massively as soon as possible as well. Pulling up something. And also, uh, 2023 is the final year of Derrick Henry's contract. And there's a tweet uh, from Ian Rappaport. 
on uh, Derrick Henry's uh, new contract. And it says, uh, sources, the Titans have reworked all pro running back Derrick Henry's contract to give him a $2 million raise in 2022. Uh, Henry will now earn $14 million this season, the most of any running back. 2023 remains the final year of Derrick of Henry's contract. So it's good there. Uh, hopefully he can get a huge deal at the end um, of the 2022 to 2023 season. Hopefully that happens. All right. I think we got that there. Now let's go to Jalen Thompson and Cardinals agreed a three-year $40 million contract extension. This is awesome for the Cardinals and Jalen Thompson. Uh, he's a really underrated safety and $24.5 million of that contract is guaranteed is average, the average annual salary. And this is from Spotrack. The average annual salary is $13,333,333. The base salary, um, his base salary is $2,540,000. His cap hit is $2,625,730. And the dead ca- and his dead cap value is $885,730. All right. Got that. Uh, the Cardinals uh, extending him. That's a smart move there. Huge fan. Uh, it's, a, it's a smart move there. Uh, best of luck. Hope, hopefully things continue to go well for Jalen Thompson on the Cardinals. All right. I think we have that. Now let's go to Brian Robinson uh, shot and attempted robbery. This is a horrible story that happened to him. The surgery, fortunately, the surgery went well and the injuries are not life-threatening. Like I said earlier, he's going to be out for the first four games of the season. He's on the non-football injury list. Unfortunately, it's nice to see that uh, Brian Robinson uh, is getting better. That is great news. I think, uh, thank God it is getting, the situation uh, is getting better. So uh, best, hopefully um, we can uh, be back on the football field as soon as possible. All right, I think we got that there. Now let's go to Detroit Lions Hard Knocks episode four. Uh, Hard Knocks Lions has been great so far. Uh, There's a lot of, it definitely showcased the Steelers-Lions game very well. It also uh, did well uh, going into the lives of Malcolm Rodriguez. It. it did a great job of uh, showcasing the lives of uh, Craig Reynolds, Malcolm Rodriguez, and uh, Khalil Pimpleton's juggling training. The 
the juggling of the bowling pins was pretty cool. Uh, that was awesome to see. Uh, and definitely showcase, re- I think, the reality. Um, I think it's the reality of most NFL guys. Just it just showcased the reality of most NFL guys very well. Uh, and to all the all the people who uh, how do I say this? Oh my God, how do I say this? Who worked, who worked so hard uh, to try to make the roster uh, to all the NFL guys who try so hard to make the roster. Uh, hopefully, just just great have I have great respect for all the guys who who work their absolute hardest to uh, get on the NFL roster, even if they don't make it. Uh, just I have great respect for those guys. Well. And it also, and back, and also with Hard Knocks, did a great job of showcasing uh, that practice between uh, the offense and the defense of the Lions. And Aaron Glenn was not happy about with how it went the first time. Uh, the offense had did well in that first matchup against uh, Aaron Glenn's defense, and I think that that was showcased really well. I thought that was a great episode. Again, great work by Hard Knocks. Yeah, that's what I have to say on that. All right. Now let's go to uh, Darius Butler be on the Pat McAfee show on Wednesdays and Thursdays during the NFL season. Uh, congratulations to him. Awesome pl- uh What am I saying? He's a solid safety, uh, nine-year NFL veteran. It's, it's great that he's going to be on uh, the Pat McAfee show on Wednesdays and Thursdays during the NFL season. Uh, solid player, uh, solid free safety. Uh, best of luck to him there. And also, 
Let's go to Darius Butler will join NFL matchup every Saturday and Sunday during the NFL season. This is awesome. Uh, that is awesome. Uh, he's going to be with uh, Sal Palantonio and Greg Cassell. So that's good stuff there. Congratulations to Darius Butler again. Uh, he will definitely help that show tremendously for sure. That's all I have to say there. Now let's go to Aaron Rodgers to be back on the Pat McAfee show on Tuesdays during the NFL season. Uh, he's there for the third straight season. Uh, congratulations to Aaron Rodgers. Uh, yeah. Best of luck to him. Best of luck to Darius Butler. Yeah, that's what I got to say on that. Now let's go to Julian Edelman possible comeback. Uh, it'd be very interesting to see uh, Judy, Julian Edelman coming back to the NFL. S talking about uh, he had a solid career and him coming back to the NFL would certainly be very interesting. See how that plays out. All right, now we have Ted Phillips will retire after the 2022 uh, to 2023 season. I like this a lot. And I think it's time for a new, for a new era in Chicago, for the Chicago Bears, a new era. I think it's, I think it's time to start that. I mean, yeah, they, yes, pull, uh, Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus came over. I think it's good uh, that Ted Phillips is retiring. Um, yeah, I just think that's a, it's a good move. Dead air, dead air. And best of luck to him on his retirement. All right, now we have the Arlington Heights Stadium update. This is very interesting. Uh, where is it? Arlington Heights. Because uh, uh, they had gone public with the plan. There's an article by Gene Chamberlain. It says, uh, Bears going public with plan. And then it says in the article, the actual plans the Chicago Bears are considering for their Arlington Heights Stadium will be revealed during a meeting Thursday, September 8th at Hersey High School in Arlington Heights. An, inf uh, an informal, in quotes, community meeting to discuss the purchase of the Arlington International Racecourse property by the Bears and development of the property into a stadium will be, will be held from 79, 7 to 9 p.m. at the school's gymnasium. Uh, 
Bears are closing in on a $197 million purchase after making the winning bid for the 326-acre piece of property. Team CEO Ted Phillips said earlier in the year that the closing could come in early 2023. So good stuff there. It would make sense for the Bears to move to Arlington Heights. I know I was opposed to that. I think it's going to just make more sense going forward to put it in Arlington Heights. And the city, I mean, in Soldier Field, the Bears weren't, it was the city of Chicago that was, um, Paying, paying for the stadium. So the Bears didn't really, couldn't really do so much with it. And since they're going on tonight, they're going to, they're going to have more rain with, they're going to have more rain with the stadium when they go to Arlington Heights. So that's the update there. Now let's go to Texans to host Uvalde high school football team to season opener. This is awesome from the Texans. There was a horrible uh, school shooting that took place in Uvalde. Um, uh, my heart goes out to all the victims and their friends and family. Horrible massacre that took place. Uh, rest in peace to all the victims. And the Texans are doing a great act here. Great work by the Texans. So, all right, I think we got that there. Now let's go to division predictions. Division predictions. Who do I predict to win each division for this year? Okay, it's going to get very interesting. I have the Packers winning the NFC North. Bears finishing in second. That's kind of a hot take. Uh, the Vikings in third and Lions in fourth. For the NFC South, I have the Buccaneers winning the division. The Saints in second. Panthers in third. Falcons uh, in fourth. For the NFC West, I have the Rams winning it. 49ers in second. Uh, Cardinals in third. And I have the Seahawks uh, finishing in last. For the NFC East, I have the Eagles winning it, Cowboys in second, Giants in third, Commanders in fourth for the AFC North. I have the Ravens winning the division, the Bengals, then the Browns, and then the Steelers. Uh, for the AFC South, I have the Colts winning that division, the Titans, Texans, and then the Jaguars for the AFC West. This was really hard. This is a really hard division like the AFC North. Uh, it was really hard stuff. Uh, really hard stuff to uh, pick a division winner because in the AFC West, because those teams are all insanely stacked. So and here I have the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs winning the AFC West. I also have the Chargers in second, Broncos in third, Raiders in fourth. And then I have for the AFC East, 
I have the Bills winning it, uh, the Dolphins in second, Patriots in third, and Jets in fourth. Okay. Now I have the rankings. I have my predictions there. And it's a lot. I like the Eagles winning the NFC East. I think they've done very well in the offseason. And, I mean, them getting A.J. Brown and James Bradbury and C.J. Gardner-Johnson, I think they have a chance for that reason. I think they're just better all around than the rest of the team, than the rest of the teams in the NFC East. Uh, for the NFC West, I like the Rams to win that division. I think they repeat as winners. I think they're so good. And they also just got Bobby Wagner uh, from the Seahawks. So I, I really can't see why the Rams don't win that division again. For the Buccaneers, I uh, they're so good. I know, I know Ryan Jensen will be injured for a bit for um, some time. But I think the Bucs are still solid enough. They are still so strong on both sides of the ball that they will win that division. For the NFC North, I think the Packers are uh, the best team in that division. Uh, they are the best team in the division. They should win that division. My thought process there, the AFC North. I For the Ravens, I, I'm picking the Ravens. I had said that. I'm picking them. I think they surprise a lot of people. I think they win that division because Lamar, Lamar plays insanely well. I think that defense and offense step up tremendously. And that's why I think they get that win. They win, excuse me, that's why they win the AFC North. AFC South, I think the Colts are the best team in that division. Uh, they're better on both sides of the ball uh, than the rest of the teams in that division. I I think the Colts win that division because of that. And for the AFC West, I'm picking the Chiefs to win that division because – what is it? I can't go against Patrick Mahomes. I think uh, there's always some magic with Patrick Mahomes. There's always some – and that Chiefs team. There's always some magic there. So I am believing in them to win the division. And for the Bills, uh, they're so good on – they're so unbelievable on paper. Uh, them getting Vaughn Miller, I think the Bills win that division. Uh, they're so good defensively, so good offensively. Uh, they're better than the rest of that division. And those are my thoughts on that. That's my thought process with my division predictions. I cannot wait for the season to begin on Thursday night. Uh, again for the Bills Rams game it's going to be an epic game can't wait for that can't wait for the season to start and yeah football is the regular season football in the NFL is almost back all right hopefully you guys enjoyed listening to this episode um, yeah take care guys have a good one 
see you next week. Uh, see you next week. Bye. <laughs>